Hello to my favorite people on the planet. Are you excited today? Excited might be a bit of a stretch. Okay, are you thankful today? <laughs> we could probably all sign up for that. We're headed into a season of high expectations, wouldn't you say? Um, and so I just really want us to go into this busy season um, in a place of connection. I want us to zone in on connection. And so um, recently I had the immense privilege of joining a group of women and to share and teach. And it just brings me the highest joy. It just does. It is my absolute favorite thing to do. And there's something about connection that just creates this spark, right? And so I actually got to share with this group last year and they have a true anointing in their space. It's so contagious. I love it so much. And I left there wanting that spark of connection for every woman, for you. I want us to stand up against loneliness and fear and going through the motions of life. I want us to be alive, truly living the life God has for us. Yes. Like, do you want that? Say yes right now. Yes. Yes. How do I do it? Sign me up. So in this holiday season, as things get busy, I want us to zone in on connection and connection. So important. My husband um, just led a conference in Greenville and he called the conference come together and he just came home yesterday and was just so excited. His soul was on fire. He found that spark because he invited hundreds of people into connection. And so he designed the whole conference in a way that grouped people who would have common ground and then scheduled the conference that it would flow to allow people to eat together, fellowship together. And he encouraged it. He talked about it. And he just said he had the best feedback of, of just everyone saying that they loved this conference. And I don't even know if they could tell you why they loved it. Maybe, you know, maybe they can, maybe some of them can, but I bet it's the connection coming together. And I just thought that that was so, so cool. And so I want to keep this season really simple. I don't want to over um, burden myself in this way that I need to provide something for you, but I do want to be here with you and provide connection. And so I, um, I'm going to just share kind of what God's been doing in my life. And then over the next few weeks into Christmas, um, if you know, in my, in my time with him, if he inspires me to say something that I'm going to, and if he doesn't, then I'm just not. And I know that you are busy. Your plates are full, but I want to encourage you to join our Facebook group because there I'm going to be starting a challenge of connection each day. And so that would be a great place for you to be a part of what's going on in our community. Okay. So, um, yeah, so what I want to just talk about is this idea of kind of spirituality, you know, or not kind of, but actually spirit to spirit, we are spirit, right? When, when God, um, created us, he gave us a soul and there was this spark at conception, a literal spark happened and our souls, um, we know connect to things that we cannot see, right? Like, you know, you'll watch a commercial and just cry and you're like, um, what just happened? Why did I cry? And it's that connection or you'll hear a story 
and your your chest just swells up with emotion like you feel like you might explode and there's this resonance within your spirit you resonate with something when you hear something that feels good you it resonates in you because you already know it deep in your spirit and your soul connects to that and there don't even have to be words right and so lately god has really been challenging me and inviting me into this space of spirit to spirit connection less words right and so we're going to base this on the scripture in ephesians 3 17. i'll read it so that christ may dwell in your hearts through faith and i pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. How wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. And so that is what I want to know. How do I get the fullness of God? How do I get that? And it tells me right there that this love has to surpass knowledge, right? Like, I don't know how to do that. How do I move past my mind? How do I move past what I know into this inward experience to really experience the fullness of God's presence, to stand rooted and established in love? And I guess I think about that as essentially aligning my belief with love. But but even still, how do I move past my mind? Like, you know, I'm in this just complex question, like what are you what do you mean? But when I think about rooting, isn't that what rooting would be? Like rooted, being rooted and established in love so that when waves crash, we're rooted and unwavering, not doubting in that moment who he is or how he feels about you, because that's not the moment when we can be asking these questions, right? Because things in our life are going to trigger our unbelief. Your belief system will be put to the test. In every current issue, we have good guys on both sides, right? I mean, there are so many things, and, and Facebook is just, and social media, and Twitter, and Instagram is flooded with division. So, so, so much division. And there are people who love God on all sides. And it's just hard, right? And so what matters, what sticks is what's at your core. What's unseen. So that when your marriage faces the unexpected, your kids challenge what you want for them, you get a diagnosis. Like, what is at your core? What's unseen? Because yeah, all these issues and life things and debatable things in, in the media, they are going to come and go, but God is at your core and your identity is rooted in him and you are established in love. And we need to know how deep and wide and long and high is his love, right? Know it in, in a full way. And so, you know, on this podcast, we talk a lot about working on things that are within our control. And 
the idea of those is to create space so that you can abide in the Father and let Him, let Holy Spirit flood your life. Let Holy Spirit flood your your mind with love and things like that. So the idea of the things that are within our control are to make space for the things that are not in our control, like our mind, our habits, our choices. And so I do, I spend a lot of time setting things up in my life to create a life that I want to live in, right? I want to show up for my life, but some things are not in our control and what's left you know, what's left when all of that stuff gets, gets shaken is Jesus and your relationship with Jesus. So in moments of, of maybe a wrecking ball just slamming in, who is Jesus? Is he going to be your comfort or will he become your enemy? In that moment of, will you question his motives? Will you be mad at him or will you cling to his presence and, um, and let him comfort you? Will you think he turned away from you? Will you know he's near? And so those are things that we can practice. We can be practicing those things all the time. You know, lately, you know, all of this, we talk about these things all the time, but we've been learning to be, be still, be content, be real, be honest, let it be easy, be slow, be me, right? What, and it, sometimes it's hard to like put language to those things. But when I'm trying to talk to you, I have to gain some clarity and I have to put language to it. And when I do that, it forces me to really like hyper analyze myself. And it makes me notice that other women are just constantly, they want to feel peace. They want to enjoy and savor it all. But so much energy is spent on what isn't, on what you know, things that haven't met my expectations, things that aren't the way I thought they were going to be. And then the other half of our energy is spent on what if, what if this happens? What if this goes wrong? What if my blah, 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 blah. What if my kids don't turn out the way I hope for them? What if they hurt? What if my husband does this? What if he doesn't? What if my job doesn't I mean, just fear and worry, crowd out your peace, right? And it, all of those things steal from right now. They steal from right now. Oh, one thing we laugh about a lot at, at work in particular um, is I work with a couple of Enneagram sixes. And so they tend to have a little bit more worry than some other types. And um, that's just kind of a stereotype. I don't know that that's a hundred percent true. But anyway, but lately with my postpartum hormones, I'm like in my brain falling off a bridge, falling down the stairs, crashing, you know, somebody's getting sick. I, it's just crazy. And so those things, those worries, not just for Enneagram sixes, but for all of us interfere with our relationships. They interfere with our ability to get things done. Well, they steal our creativity. And before you know it, if fear controls our lives, it's stolen a whole day, a whole week, years. And and we can look back at five years ago and we can say, well, what's changed since five years ago? Am I still battling with the same sin? Sure, you know, things have changed. What What's happening in, a, in my life has changed, but I'm still in the same argument, the same cycle of problems. I'm still wishing for something different in my life. 
And then we can flip and that and look five years ahead. Like, how do we want to feel? How do we hope to change? What What is our plan to grow? And so one of the things I like to do is just create goals based on feelings. So you can say, what feeling do I want to feel in this season, in this holiday season? How do I want to feel? How do I want to show up? And we can adjust our days accordingly. We can, we can, if we want to show up fun for our family, then we can create fun. We can, we can reprogram our mind. And so anyway, I'm not going to get into all of that today because um, I want us to move on. But, you know, for me, I'm, my big one is I'm not a morning person. I can argue that. I have said that to myself thousands of times. I have the best argument. I'm busy. I can spend time with God anytime. He hears me on the go. He speaks to me in so many ways through music in my car through all the fancy, godly Instagram people I follow. Oh, he, yes, he definitely speaks to me there. I should spend more time on Instagram. <laughs> and, you know, God does. God has definitely healed me from this um, striving place of, like, checking off the box. Like, I, in order to know God and love God and be loved by God, I have to spend time with him every single morning at this time. And if I don't, there's condemnation and I'm not worthy and he's not going to use me, right? Like that's this youth group quiet time concept. In youth group, we were taught, get up every day, have your quiet time. That's how you be a Christian. So it's not that. And so there was this time, you know, how you, you swing far on the spectrum when you're learning things. And so I swing far the other way of, oh no, I'm free. I don't have to have a quiet time. I'm free. And that's true. But Lately, God is saying, okay, actually, can we come back to center? Because there is deep value in coming to me first. There's deep value in being grounded and rooted in love. First thing. There's presence in taking time to be quiet and be still. Recognize your breath. Recognize the breath of God in your lungs. There's value in recognizing that he's present and he's near and setting your day in that. And I get it. Like my mind says, no, 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 no. I, I need sleep. Sleep's important. Sleep will help me, you know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And that's true. But a million times in the last six months, I've thought, oh, I'll do this in the afternoon. I'll record this podcast while she naps and my kids da, 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 and it never happens like you know learning to be intentional with our time is extremely important and there is so much time we talked about that last week so anyway my point is and what i want to get to today is that we can practice god's presence we can we can practice god's presence and sometimes it doesn't even have to have words and so what i've been doing is getting up and doing this holy yoga and i'm going to start sharing it in the group because i think it's so 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 powerful um and i just encourage you to join the challenge it's a 30-day challenge get up every day it's 15 minutes like it ends so fast i never want it to end i want it to continue because it's it breathes life into me um but it's just this idea of finding the fullness of god 
just experiencing his presence, recognizing his nearness, um, being still, closing down the worries. And it's just powerful. It's really, it really is. It's so powerful and I'm excited about it. And I really would love for all of you to join us in that. Um, but we can position ourselves. We can posture our body with this open heart and this open mind because this is what happens. We come to God like Jesus did in the garden. Take this cup from me, God. I don't want this. Take this cup from me. And God says, no, 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 no. I can't take this cup from you, but I can show you my glory. I can't take this stuff, stuff away from you, but I can show up for you and take you from glory to glory, faith to faith, right? And God will fight for you. In Exodus 14, 14, right? They're standing at the Red Sea. The sea has been parted. And God says, all you need to do is be still. I will fight for you. You only have to be still. I am making all things new. So we can fix our eyes on the knowledge of the glory, the presence of the sun, and let our faith arise and let hope arise by doing nothing but being still. And we can learn to do that every single morning with a heart of surrender, a posture of openness and saying, God, root me and establish me in love. Let me experience how wide and deep and high your love is in my life. Let me know that that's true. And then we can move into the busyness of this season, showing up as the people we want to be at work, in our marriage, as moms. We do not have to let this season rule us we can be grounded in love and we set the tone. We have the immense opportunity and honor to set the tone for our families. And we can establish love in our homes and give that away. So come jump in the Facebook group. And uh, I look forward to hearing just how gratitude fills your heart, how God's presence fills your heart and how you enjoy this season.